When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And welcome in, everybody, to another edition of the Future Blue Podcast, a part of the Fans for Sports Network on the Block M Podcast Network. My name is Vaughn Lozon, and we are back after a week off, a week of uh, staycation for me, taking some uh, time away from my full-time job and from this. Uh, it's good to be back. I am fully recharged. The batteries are good to go, and I could not be more excited to uh, talk about Michigan football recruiting today because we've got some developments that have happened over the last couple weeks and uh, who better to join me than my co-host, John Simmons, Mason Brew football recruiting contributor. John, how you doing, man? How have the last uh, couple weeks been for you? They've been great. Enjoying the nice weather finally, going out on some walks and, uh, you know, getting some sunlight and stuff, which is great. Yeah, it's uh, the, the weather's finally turned and uh, I, I pushed back our podcast recording by 15 minutes because I was out on a run and I really was struggling and I ne- I needed to get back home because uh, I, I went so far out that, uh, you know, it, once you're once you're that far out, you, you only have one way back and that's to uh, to run back. So uh, that is exactly what I was doing too. enjoying the sunshine, enjoying the weather and uh, trying to stay active. Hope you all are enjoying uh, the nice weather too. It's finally, uh, finally turned here and, uh, we're going to be getting to official visit season soon with the, uh, nice weather on the way here. Uh, but before we get to official visit season in the month of June, uh, we got some, uh, uh, recruiting updates in the month of May that, uh, have happened over the last couple weeks. And we're going to get to a couple commitments. We're going to get to a top list later in the show, but we're going to start right at the top with, uh, the first, 
commitment uh, since we've been away, and that is uh, that happened back on May 7th. Uh, the Michigan Wolverines picked up their first wide receiver commit of the 2024 class from three-star Channing Goodwin, and his name may sound familiar to you. It's because we've talked about him uh, extensively on the podcast and on maizeandbrew.com, but just to recap him, he's 6'1", 180 pounds, plays with five-star quarterback commit Jane Davis at Providence Day in the state of North Carolina. He is number 512 overall on the composite, number 72 at the wide receiver position, and number 15 from the state of North Carolina. He was offered by Ron Bellamy in April of last year and instantly, in my mind, became one of the betting favorites to wind up in Michigan's class thanks to his father, who also played at Michigan uh, along the offensive line back in the 90s. And uh, that's not to say that this was a slam dunk recruitment by any means. It was not. Uh, he was also heavily recruited by uh, his finalists other than Michigan, which were North Carolina, NC State, Virginia, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, and South Carolina. As a junior, he put up some big-time stats. He had 68 receptions for 962 yards, 15 touchdowns, and a state championship with his uh, quarterback teammate, Jaden Davis. And that uh, was built off his sophomore season where he had compiled 42 receptions for 690 yards and eight touchdowns. Of course, we expect uh, a lot of the same that we have seen out of him for his senior season as well at Providence Day in Charlotte, North Carolina. So, John, this was uh, this one was a long time coming. All the crystal ball predictions were in favor of Michigan well before this commitment. So it was a matter of when, not if this was going to happen. All signs pointed to Michigan throughout this entire recruitment. Now it's good to have him in the fold as uh, he's a solid player, has um, – Strong chemistry with uh, Michigan's quarterback commit, Jaden Davis, which I think is a really underrated aspect of having him in the class. And we'll certainly see how it translate or how it translates on uh, uh, the football field in Ann Arbor. Uh, but again, John, really good pickup here and good to uh, uh, get this first wide receiver commit out of the way with a legacy prospect. Yeah, I think it's a really solid get for Michigan. Um, I do like what you touched on there a little bit with the relationship between him and Davis, you know, getting to play two seasons together at Providence day is going to be big for them. I think it's going to give them a step up when they get to campus, just having that familiarity and uh, uh, experience playing with each other, I think is going to help them both um, as they, you know, early on in their Michigan career. So um, I think it's going to, uh, it's a great pickup for Michigan. I think even without Jaden Davis, he would have been a take for the staff, um, you know, and a priority given his uh, talent and bloodlines to this the program and everything. So, um, yeah, it's not surprising that he ended up in the maze and blue. Um, honestly, it's just kind of more of a surprise it took this long. It kind of seemed like he was going to be uh, one of the first guys to commit, but, you know, he waited until his teammate uh, announced and everything and uh, eventually joined the fold. Yeah, it took over a month for him to uh, join his quarterback at Michigan, which I agree. I, I thought it was, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say like dragged out because kids can, you know, they can have their recruitment go for as long as they want. I'm not like 
mad that it took this long. But again, like you said, kind of just a little surprised that uh, he ended up pulling the trigger in the month of May could have certainly happened before Jaden Davis even committed to Michigan. So yeah, it's a good pickup. And I know the composite is, you know, he's a fringe top 500 player on the composite, but 24 seven whose rankings we go off of, uh, we've always went off their rankings and the composite rankings, but 24 sevens personal rankings have has him as uh, number 241 overall in the country. So I would imagine that if he has another strong season, his final year in high school, maybe follows it up with another 10 plus touchdown campaign uh, proves that he has all of the abilities that you look for at a wide receiver at the next level. I'm sure his ratings will go up uh, across the other recruiting services as well. So look for his rankings to bump up uh, with a good senior season. So now that he's in the class, Michigan can focus on a few remaining top targets at the receiver position. Jordan Ship, who's another Providence Day kid, he instantly comes to mind. He's a four-star talent uh, on the composite. I'm Arian Stewart, uh, Gatlin Bear. Those are the other two that really stick out to me as legitimate top targets at wide receiver as well that Michigan has a really good chance with. And they're going to shoot their shot with five-star Ryan Wingo, but I think personally he's bound for the SEC, maybe Tennessee, maybe somewhere in that uh, that uh, southern uh, southeastern conference there. I, I think he's probably more slated to play uh, his college football in the SEC. So how do you feel, John, about uh, some of these other targets that Michigan uh, is going after and which ones are more likely uh, to – or? or I should say, uh, which ones are most likely uh, to join Goodwin uh, with uh, the Wolverines? Um, I like where Michigan stands with uh, Marion Stewart a lot. Um, They've been, I think, the leader for him for a long time. Um, It is interesting. He just said that he's not going to take an official visit to Michigan like he had planned because he's been up there enough times and he's seen everything. Um, But I think that just kind of speaks to how comfortable he is up there and um, how many times he's been here previously. Um, you know, he's really, I think, the the top guy and wide receiver for the staff. So um, Stewart is definitely, I think, number one for me. Um, I think Gatlin Bear is probably next. Um, I think just getting him out of Idaho and convincing him to play in a bigger stage is going to be um, the biggest hurdle for him. I saw Jay Harbaugh was out at his high school today, um, which is big. You know, I have confidence whenever – uh, Jay Harbaugh is like on a recruitment. He'd landed Colston Loveland last cycle. He knows really familiar with the head coach um, out there. I th- and I think Bear really uh, loves the program. So um, even though he's going to go on a mission and won't be here for a couple of years, I think Michigan sits well with them. And then Ship, you know, you'd think he would be the most likely given that his quarterback and wide receiver teammate already joined the fold with Michigan, but I do think he's really looking at those hometown schools um, a lot. I think UNC, NC State are really giving him a lot to think about, and he may, you know, want to uh, stake his own path there and kind of do, you know, do his own thing rather than following the whole crowd to Michigan. So I think Michigan is still, you know, in good position for him in his top group of schools. Um, We'll get an official visit and all that, but I could see him, you know, staying closer to home. Yeah, to go off your point with Jordan Ship, he certainly seems a little bit more willing to stick around the state of North Carolina. You mentioned UNC and NC State. Those are really the two schools that are giving him the most pause. 
when it comes to a potential commitment to Michigan, I think uh, I, I would imagine that North Carolina is probably a little more out front at the moment compared to NC state, as far as competition goes for Michigan. But I, I, I do think that the familiarity uh, with his two teammates there with Jaden Davis and Shannon Goodwin now going to Michigan, I think that's uh a really enticing for him to not have like the, the homesickness factor. I feel like a distance kind of is playing a factor in his recruitment. And uh, as far as I Marion Stewart goes, you mentioned that he may not take an official visit to Michigan. I'm willing to bet that uh, Ron Bellamy and those guys, they're, they're probably going to try and sway him uh, to come up on an official visit anyways, just because why would you want one of your top wide receiver recruits uh, on the board in this class to go officially visit elsewhere. Even if he says that, you know, he, he doesn't really need to see Ann Arbor and I I've seen enough of it. He, I mean, it, it's true. He has been up to Michigan a, a number of times, but I I'm willing to bet Ron Bellamy will uh, certainly try to change his mind when it comes to where he would be taking an official visit and uh, more importantly, where he would not be taking an official visit, but I agree. I, I, I think that ordering of, of uh Stuart bear and ship, I, I, I think I I'm lined up with, with you as far as uh, the most likely to wind up at Michigan. Let's uh, move on to the Wolverines other commitment since uh, our, our time away here. And they picked up another commitment in this 24 class. This one uh, was uh, from three-star linebacker Cole Sullivan. He is, 6'3", 200 pounds. He is from Pittsburgh, ranked number 597 overall on the composite, number 56 at the linebacker position, and number 16 from the state of Pennsylvania. He chose Michigan over his four other finalists of Notre Dame, Wisconsin, Stanford, and Duke. He was offered by Chris Partridge back in February, and really not much has been said about this recruitment until recently. seemed like uh, Notre Dame was favored for quite some time, but, uh, after he committed, he, had, uh, said to, uh, 24 seven sports, uh, re- recruiting director, Steve Wiltfong, that he wanted to play college football at the highest level in the big 10 and, uh, the blend of football and academics won him over as did his relationships with, uh, Chris Partridge and uh, Jim Harbaugh and Ben Herbert as a junior, uh, last season, he racked up a whopping 117 tackles. Uh, so, you know, not really a whole lot going on there. Uh, also had two sacks, four pass breakups at Central Catholic High School uh, in Pittsburgh. So John Sullivan is a really intriguing prospect. He's He doesn't really have a firm position set in stone moving forward. Uh, I, I've read comparisons to Chase Winovich, if he uh, is able to bulk up and I mean, it makes sense that uh, they're from the same area. Uh, Winovich also came to Michigan as like a, a defensive athlete. I know he <clears throat> played some tight end in high school too, uh, but eventually bulked up and played along the edge. Sullivan certainly has the uh, capabilities of doing that as well. Uh, but I've also seen a uh, athletic comparison, at least not like a player comp, but athletically a comparison to Luke Keekley. Uh, st- star linebacker for the Carolina Panthers for a very long time. Take that uh, with a grain of salt. Again, just athletically, not player-wise, but like has the potential to put, to have uh, the athletic traits that he has moving forward. So um, uh, I know I threw a lot at you, John, but um, it seems like he's going to learn every position at Michigan as far as the linebacker position goes, could learn some edge stuff as well. So where do you think he winds up uh, once he gets to Ann Arbor and has a position 
uh, set in stone for him. Yeah, I think uh, he may start out at linebacker, but I think he's going to grow into an edge. Um, he's just so long. He just, I think uh, he just has a great frame and athleticism that I think edge would be the best spot to get the most value out of him. Um, so I think that's kind of where he ends up. Um, I think it's just this recruitment kind of came as a surprise. Uh, Michigan didn't seem to be recruiting that much for a while. It looked like he was locked up to Notre Dame being like a Catholic kid from the Midwest. Uh, it seemed like a lock, but apparently Michigan was working hard behind the scenes. Um, they got him to commit like three weeks ago, which was surprising to hear as well. Kind of seemed like a more recent development, but um, it was just nice to get him away from Notre Dame there. And I, I think he's going to be a pretty interesting uh, guy for Ben Herbert to to work with because, um, like you said, he could play a lot of positions. And I think it helps that there's no really uh, spot he's specifically targeted for. So it doesn't really affect any of the numbers that uh, Michigan takes, you know, with their edges or linebackers or anyone as far as, you know, other recruits go. They can kind of sell it as more spots open for them. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about that. And I, I tend to agree that I, I think he will wind up uh, at uh, the edge position, kind of like what Chase Winovich did, because uh, when he came to Michigan, he was probably, I want to say he was like 6'3", 6'4", maybe like 220. So, I mean, it, it wasn't like what he is now uh, in the NFL or what he was when he, you know, eventually uh, broke out as a, a, a star defensive player for the Wolverines. So, yeah, I, I tend to agree. I, I really like his tape, though. He is a really good tackler in space, and I, I think that he does have the potential to play like the the outside linebacker uh, edge rushing position, like what Jalen Harrell does as well. Kind of like a Swiss Army knife defensive player who can stop the run. He can go after the quarterback. He can uh, he can blitz. He can cover guys uh, at the tight end position. So there's really a lot to like about Sullivan. And this is the other great thing about this, John, that I wanted to bring up was uh, since you can, you can really take Sullivan's commitment and it's not really going to play a role in the recruitment of the other linebackers that Michigan's going after. So I I know some people on the message boards were kind of concerned that it could impact guys like Jeremiah Beasley or Aaron Childs. To those people, I just say, forget about it. It, It's not going to happen. It's not going to impact where those guys go to school uh, just because of this commitment. So Michigan's going to continue going after uh, those two guys specifically, but others at the linebacker position as well, uh, while also having uh, Cole Sullivan, who's this Swiss army knife in the class. Uh, really, John, I mean, to me, this this is really a win-win commitment. What do you think about all of that? Yeah, definitely. I just, I love the versatility um, I love the athleticism. I think he's just a good guy that uh, may take a couple of years to uh, fill out his body and stuff. But once he does, I think he has a really high ceiling. Yeah, agreed. And this was a guy that Harbaugh like personally offered, was personally recruiting, really wanted to go after and get him. And that's exactly what happened. So, uh, you know, if, if the head man likes the kid, uh, you know, you got to prioritize him and, and just assume that. Uh, good things are going to happen. He he thought the same thing about Ronnie Bell back when he was a recruit, and uh, things turned out okay with him too. So uh, on the uh, flip side of the break, we'll uh, talk about a, uh, a prospect who put Michigan in his top five list. But first, 
want to give a quick shout out to Manscaped and Homefield Apparel. And with Manscaped, guys, they, if you have not heard, selling beard products now. They are revolutionizing men's grooming with the brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Allows you to shape your signature beard look. And it all starts with the Beard Hedger, which is a cordless trimmer with a rotary wheel. You get 20 hair cutting lengths all in one guard. No more messy drawers. And it's waterproof, so you can uh, shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. So join the 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for all their grooming needs. Use our promo code MNB20 and you'll get 20% off your order at manscaped.com. And as far as home field apparel goes, guys, in case you're not familiar, they are a premium collegiate apparel brand based out of Indianapolis. They got uh, officially licensed gear, so they do not screw around with their designs. They study the history, traditions, and legacy of every school. And with all of that, they create thoughtful designs that tell the unique story of every university. And they've got some amazing Michigan designs that you will not find anywhere else, whether it's t-shirts, hoodies, crewnecks, whatever you want, they've got it. So go to homefieldapparel.com, use our promo code Michigan15, and you will get 15% off your order. Again, that, and again, that's not just one item, guys. That's the entire order. So if you want like six or seven things, uh, go do it. Michigan15 for 15% off your first order at homefieldapparel.com. Now, late last week, the Wolverines were included in the top five list for 2024 four-star edge Elias Rudolph, and really good prospect here. Other schools included on his top five list uh, include Ohio State, Penn State, Cincinnati, and Pitt. He is 6'4", 205 pounds. He is originally from the state of Ohio, but he now resides in Deerfield Beach, Florida, and if that rings a bell to you, yes, it is in fact where Denard Robinson is from. So you hope that that plays a role in this recruitment at some point. He was offered by Michigan back in April of 2022, took an unofficial visit in the winter, and he has an official visit tentatively slated for the weekend of June 9th. He is ranked number 20 at the edge position, number 36 from the state of Florida, and uh, number 230 overall in the 2024 class on the composite ranking. And uh, you just hate to look at that crystal ball prediction because the lone prediction is in for Ohio State. So we'll see if that uh, official visit uh, changes anything in his recruitment. So, John, um, <clears throat> honestly, not really a whole lot has been said about this recruitment as of late. Uh, it kind of appears that Michigan is prioritizing some other edge rushers in the class, but uh interesting note from Steve Lorenz from the Michigan insider. He reported that Michigan would take Rudolph's commitment if he wanted to be in the class. So at the very least, they're still, go still going after him, even if it's kind of like a, uh, he's on the back burner kind of thing. They still uh, prioritizing him somewhat in this class. So, uh, what is your read on this recruitment as of right now? Because honestly, it's a little murky for me. I don't know uh, exactly what's going to happen here, but with the official visit uh, tentatively set for June 9th, it, you got to at least think that uh, there's some hope for Michigan in this one. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in life, whether they be big, small, or anywhere in between. And when we keep those bottled up, it can start to affect us in a negative way. 
Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist, and if for some reason that therapist isn't working out for you, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get life's challenges off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Block M to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Block M. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, this is a weird recruitment. You know, he went. He's from Ohio originally. Went to Florida, and now apparently he's moving back to Ohio um, for this upcoming season. So I'm not sure what's going on in his home life, but uh, definitely an interesting one. He is also a guy that's kind of dropped in the rankings. He was, you know, like a top hundred player early on, but now he's kind of moved into that um, near the top twenty four seven um, range. Um, but I do, th- you know, he would be a top 10 player in the state of Ohio. When he returns, um, I think he's talented and that um, he's a take at Michigan. So, um, you know, hopefully the, the coaches see something in here, in him here that uh, convinces them to take him. And I think, you know, a lot of other Big Ten schools are also in on him given his uh, top five list. So um, I think he'd be a really talented player. It just kind of muddles up the edge board a little bit more with a, a lot of moving pieces they have right now. Yeah, it, it is a really strange recruitment for sure. And I, yeah, I feel like there have been <clears throat> some other players uh, at the edge position in this class that are more prioritized than Rudolph at the moment. Um, you know, guys like Darian Mayo, four-star um, uh, from Maryland come to mind. Dominic Nichols, who is a, a four-star composite a guy he comes to mind as well. And then obviously Brian Robinson 
uh, four-star from the state of Ohio. He comes to mind. So there's really a lot going on at the edge position. Another guy that I would, you know, I'll throw in there, but I, I don't feel good about it. I think he does wind up elsewhere is Brandon Davis Swain, the in-state player. Uh, along the edge as well. Seems like Michigan hasn't really prioritized him for uh, quite some time compared to some of the other guys that they're going after uh, along the edge uh, in this uh, 2024 class. And I guess I'll throw in five-star Dylan Stewart as well. It's really a long shot for him, but just to, just for the sake of throwing him in there, I mean, he's one of the top kids overall, regardless of position in this 24 class and Michigan is going after him, but it seems that uh, they're really on the outside looking in. We'll see if he ends up, uh, you know, coming up to Michigan for another visit. I think he visited earlier this spring uh, with uh, some of those other kids from, from the Baltimore area, like Darian Mayo, Aaron Childs, some of those guys Uh, I'd have to go back and look exactly with, uh, regarding who he visited with, but I want to say it was some of those guys. But regardless, uh, as 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 far as it goes with Rudolph, just seems like he's lower down the board at this point. You you mentioned the the rankings drop, which is a really good point. Once you see like kids drop in the rankings drastically like that, because he was a top hundred kid at one point. Now he's two hundred and thirty overall, which like isn't bad by any means. It's a very good ranking to have. There's nothing wrong with being a top. 250 overall player but once you're so highly regarded and it it drops in the rankings a little bit it just it it is an eyebrow raiser for me personally so I I guess John I'll throw it back to you as far as like some of the other edge guys in this class that uh, that you think Michigan seems to be uh, prioritizing more at this point I think a guy like Dominic Nichols is is a top target for Michigan I think if Darian Mayo wanted in the class, Michigan would be super ecstatic about that. And so would I, I think he's a really good prospect in his own right. So I'll uh, pass it back to you for the final word, as far as the uh, other edge recruits in this class. Yeah, there's a lot of them. I think the only guy that you missed there is Marquise Lightfoot that um, I think is probably my top guy. I think he's in the elite range and um, is way more likely um, for Michigan than Dylan Stewart. So I think he would be at the top for me. And then Darian Mayo um, would be uh, close behind um, as a number two. The He's like six foot seven. He's from Good Council where uh, Michigan's doing well this cycle with Aaron Childs too. So um, I think he would be a really good add and also um, is considering Michigan very highly. And I think he's uh, a good shot to end up in the class. Um, Dominic Nichols, another DMV guy, is um is another guy that I think um if he wanted to commit, um he would have a spot, but he could be someone that uh depends on the class size and uh how things shake out. So um, you know, there's a few guys in that boat, I think, too. You know, the Brian Robinson situation been has been discussed a lot about um if he's uh going to wait himself out of the class or not um brandon davis swain you know he just scheduled an official visit to michigan in june but you know we've talked about that a lot too if he's a full-on take or not or if he um, ends up at edge or plays d-line so i think there's you know a lot to be sorted out here and i think the official visits in june are going to tell a lot of the story of where michigan stands with these guys yeah, for sure. And it's such an interesting position group to follow for Michigan in this class. And, you know, <clears throat> I I agree with your comment on Lightfoot. I think he's a really talented prospect. 
Uh, according to his profile on 24-7 Sports, he's got official visits already lined up to Ohio State for June 9th, USC for June 16th, and then Miami for June 26th. So with just a couple official visits left, uh, we'll see if Michigan can get him to Ann Arbor. That would be really good because I mean, he's a Chicago kid, Sharon Moore and uh, Mike Elston. They have been tag teaming that one, um, you know, with Sharon Moore being the, the uh, area recruiter. Uh, for uh, uh, the Midwest and Chicago specifically would be a really good pickup for sure. Brian Robinson's situation is just so unique. He's been to Michigan like a, a dozen times and uh, just refuses to commit for whatever reason. I don't know what he's got going on there, but yeah, I mean, uh, Darian Mayo, he's, he's a guy that stands out to me. Dominic Nichols is a, uh, a, a newer target along the edge. And then I guess the one guy that, I also missed earlier and uh, I, I think is is also fairly likely to wind up at Michigan is Jacob Smith, who is the uh, brother of uh, uh, Jared Smith, who is a more of like an interior defensive lineman who is committed uh, to Michigan uh, as of right now. So uh, I, I think you probably lump him into the equation somewhere in there, too. It's going to be really interesting to see how many guys they want to take along the edge in this class. It was really interesting in the last cycle when Mike Elston kind of came in and uh, reset the board and, uh, you know, it, things just progressed so interestingly with uh, the edge position uh, in that class. And it's kind of, it, it's not exactly progressing that way in this class, but it certainly has been unique to follow uh, 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 the edge position in this class too. So, uh, we'll, you know, no doubt in my mind, they'll probably get some, uh, highly talented players when it's all said and done. They obviously can't get all these guys, but uh, you, you just hope that they uh, put their best foot forward and get some of these guys like Mayo. I would really enjoy that. Or if they uh, just get light foot on an official visit and uh, reel him in, I mean, that'd be great too. Kind of a, in my mind, a pipe dream at this point, but it's recruiting. You never know what happens uh, until it really happens. So we'll just, uh, you know, buckle up and, uh, you know, wait for official visit season to come. And, uh, hopefully, uh, some more recruits end up committing, uh, cause we would love to talk about that on the podcast, uh, for all of you out there, uh, in listener land. So speaking of that, thank you so much for listening to this edition of the future blue podcast. It's good to be back fully recharged batteries, ready to go and, uh, <clears throat> you know, attack this thing once uh, the month of June uh, comes up. But, uh, you know, we've got a couple months left in May and we'll see if uh, anything else happens. But until then, you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. Follow John at Simmons underscore John and uh, follow Fans First Sports Network at Fans First SN. And uh, go give Maze and Brew a follow as well. We still post uh, podcasts and uh, recruiting articles on there. So follow Maze and Brew at Maze and Brew on Twitter and Facebook, all that good stuff. We certainly appreciate it. For John Simmons, I am Vaughn Lozon. We will be back next week with another edition of Future Blue.